You sit at the piano, my old piano, still extant in my father's house, yet soon to be given away, though we don't know that yet. It's an upright, iron-framed Bexnine, a piano that I was given when I was the same age as you are now. Handles Largo, the harmonious blacksmith, hours and hours of scales. They locked me in the front room, my mum and dad, and there I stayed for an hour, two hours or more. I came to hate music. As soon as I could, I gave up the piano. I rejected piano practice. I turned my face away from the discipline of the locker. Now I listen to you. Your untaught fingers tickle the black keys, then the white ones, one after another. You are six years old. You've never had a lesson, but you have music in your blood, and some residual instinct latches on to rhythm and sound. Your fingers are long and supple, and your touch is light, so much lighter than mine used to be. And now, on the deep bass notes of the left hand, your stronger hand, you pound away, awakening the dark ghosts of soul music that pour through my memories, awaking echoes in this piano. I think of you as a jazz musician, Thelonious Monk, perhaps, a tinkle here, a light touch there, now a chord or two, inexplicable. And who would want to explain it? It is a joy to sit here, to see your smile of absolute absorption. Mood music, you call it, and today your moods are as dark as the shadows that tug at my heart, and as light as the sunlight that floats through the windows and makes the dust motes sparkle. It also frames a halo around your head. You hum to yourself as the morning sunshine fragments into coloured gems, and you sculpt your rainbow of sound. Stop that noise, you're driving me mad! Your grandfather, my father, stumbles into the room. He has taken his last cigarette out of the packet, and the white cylinder hangs down from his lips like an extraneous chalk outcrop hanging from the lip of an errant teacher. He pats his pockets. Where are my matches? Has anyone seen my matches? They're on the table in the kitchen, I reply, where you always put them. I thought I left them in here. My father leans on his stick, then turns and stumbles out of the living room and into the kitchen. You hop off the piano stool, take the matches from your pocket, and carefully place them on the arm of your grandfather's favourite chair. Shh, you say, putting a finger on your lips. Then you skip back to the piano and start playing pianissimo on high notes that float like tiny raindrops of sound produced by minuscule angels. Your grandfather returns, glances round the room, spots the matchbox, and pounces upon it. A caged tiger finally served his red meat. That's funny, he mutters. They weren't there a moment ago. He takes out a match, strikes it, lights up his cigarette, inhales a lungful of smoke, and exhales it in a great locomotive puff of cloud. He grimaces at you through a haze of smoke. There's nice music you're playing. Your young lungs, unaccustomed to a house of smokers, can't cope with this thin, grey, choking cigarette waste. You stop playing, put a hand over your mouth, and start to gag.